hey, welcome back again. We just got finished talking. AB, how are you, man? Just did this shit, Rim. Oh, my God. Just get into it. I don't want to. I don't want to do this. <laughs> Let's get this, get this over with. Uh, welcome to the Rosecast. What's up, everybody? Thanks for listening. I don't know how or why you're listening to our voices two days in a row, but God bless you for doing so. <laughs> Uh yeah, you want to get into it, AB? Yeah, the second night of a two-night event. It was an event. Chris wasn't lying. Um, it wasn't the event. The event we expected, I'll say. No, I mean the blood didn't come from Kenny's blood didn't come from Lee, and Rachel and Kenny crying had nothing to do with Lee and Kenny's two-on-one. So as usual, all the promos were wildly misleading, <laughs> and. Rosecast Nation, if you'd like to join a class action lawsuit against, not ABC, but Chris Harrison specifically, I blame that <laughs> motherfucker. He's the one who's pulling the strings behind the scenes. I agree 100%. Let's get into it. AB. Last night, Tuesday night, episode two of the two night. It might take a minute for us to get back on the groove here, folks. Bear with us. <laughs> episode two of the two night event. Bunch of people went home. Six people to be exact. Half the people who started this episode did not finish it. Rim, did you kind of have a feeling like, oh, shit, the season's almost done. And I Uh, didn't have that feeling on Monday. But now it's like, okay, we got like, what do we have, like two episodes left? What's going on here? Maybe three. Why did so many people leave? There's only six people left. And and they're all like, I don't like really anyone that's left. And even more importantly, we know that half the guys that are left have no shot. So, like, what are we doing here? Just fucking go to the finale. Just go to finale <laughs> with Peter and Brian. What are we wasting our – stop pulling our pulling – yanking us around here. <laughs> What's wild about all these people going home? Six people went home this late in the season. Seems unprecedented, A.B. Uh, yeah. And yet somehow the episode was – dare I say it was kind of boring. It was very boring. I mean, there wasn't any drama behind her letting people go. There was no real explanation for a lot of it. She let go of most of the favorites. Um, and Fan favorites, you mean? Yeah, fan favorites. And there wasn't really any talk about it. It was just quick. It was too quick, the cutting of yeah. the people. Couldn't even... I mean, after the episode was over, you were like, all right, well, who all went home? And no matter how many times I would think it up in my head, I would always forget like two or three yeah. guys. <laughs> Because you didn't have time to process that they're gone. A truly devastating episode, but it was so much devastation that I just became numb to it. It was There was no light moments, really. There was no Jack Stone one-on-one date where you could laugh your ass off at how awkward it was. It was just, okay, uh, you're going home. All right, you're going home. Y'all two are going home. <laughs> Will, you're going home. And Alex, also, you're going home. I mean, that was the whole episode, was sending people home. Let's talk, let's finish up talk for the final, the last time in our lives probably that we'll ever talk about Kenny and Lee, even though it seems like it's all we've been talking about for the last 48 hours. The epic conclusion, or so it was billed. Maybe they've been hyping this moment up all season. We left off with Rachel and Kenny talking about Rachel telling Kenny what Lee said. Kenny almost blown his top, let's be honest. (laughs) And he saunters down the hill to confront Lee. And he doesn't mince words, A.B. Well, first of all, I'd call what Kenny, I'd call it maniac laughter. He was an absolute <laughs> lunatic as he was coming down that hill. 
if you're if you're laughing and like leaning forward and yeah. both your hands are in your pockets, like that's that you should be the other guy should be scared if someone's laughing yeah. like that. He looked like he should be in a straight jacket. <laughs> it's clear that Lee's strategy here is to deny, 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 and more importantly, remain absolutely calm no matter what. Lee seems to think that no matter what Kenny says or does, the key to getting rid of him will be remaining calm and looking collected by comparison. And he did. But that was that was his game plan all along. As you know, he, he said it earlier. When someone gets mad and then you smile at them, it makes it even worse for that person. That's what he kept doing. And it did make it worse. Well, do you think Kenny went too far during his little swear tirade? Rotten yes. piece of garbage. Eat shit and die. Yeah, he... I mean... I tried to follow along with what exactly he was saying, but there were so many swear words in there, I, it made it very tough. It was like Migos performing at the BET Awards. You couldn't, <laughs> every other word had to be bleeped out. You didn't know really what he was saying. But Lee knew it was over. I mean, for, for whatever reason, I don't know if, he was, if it was fear or if it was just accepting the fact that he was going home and his plan didn't work. When Rachel arrives, Lee's face is just, well, you know, I'm done here. Yeah. <laughs> And I don't understand. I mean, what did you think was going to happen, Lee? I mean, what 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 were the odds that Kenny was going to physically harm you? 5%? Maybe? Yeah. Every other outcome results in him going home, right? Yeah. I mean, he basically played the card of, hopefully Kenny hits me and has to be sent home from this one-on-one day so I can win. Just win the one-on-one day. I mean, yeah, no. You're not going to win the the show. Bizarre strategy from the get-go. Was Lee here, I mean, to find love with Black Rachel? I doubt it. I don't think so, AB. (laughs) (laughs) Well, let's talk a little bit about why Lee's here. Because when you say like that, I don't know. Because people come on for different reasons. Kenny, the man, to find love. Mm -hmm. That's a rarity. Yep. Other people come on to get famous or to go on Bachelor in Paradise or start the Waboom, sell merch, start yep. the path towards becoming the bachelor or bachelorette, maybe wanting to become an actor, actress. Sure. Vanessa. All those things. Cool it with Vanessa. <laughs> Musician. People come in here to further their, you know, musical careers, which ostensibly you would think that Lee wanted to do that. Yeah. But I mean the way It's just really hard for me to wrap my mind around that. Someone wouldn't want to come on the show and be the villain, a la Chad, but not a villain that, like, I don't know, racist villain just seems like a bad play to me. What do you you think? (laughs) Yeah, I couldn't agree more, Rem. I mean, obviously, the guy is not very bright, as we've said repeatedly. So, I mean, he didn't, his plan wasn't good and it didn't work. I don't understand what his goal of this show was. I agree. And I don't know that we can even comprehend it. Well, at the very least, he was a snake until the very end. Rachel tells him why. She says, I don't trust you. She says, I don't trust you. And then five seconds later, he still is trying to pop off about stuff that, hey, just so you know, Kenny did this and that. She's like, you're, wor- you're right, but your word doesn't matter. You're gone, and she doesn't trust your word. So, yeah. What do you think that's going to save you now? I mean, your your <laughs> snitching got you eliminated. You think that's going to she's going to reverse course? <laughs> Rachel's fed up with it though, AB. And hey, so are the viewers, by the way. This storyline 
did not live up to expectations, for better or worse. We're tired of hearing about it. What do you got on Kenny giving Lee a piece of his mind after securing Rachel in the helicopter? I feel like his heart was in the right place, Rim. He kind of went into, like, saying Lee could be a better person um, and all that. If he would have stuck to that stuff, it would have landed a lot better for me. It just turned into him, you know, cursing him out again. And obviously with Rachel there is the worst possible situation. I don't know what he was thinking. It's a bad look, and she's sitting from far away, tired of the bullshit, ready to get out of there. And all she can see is him just, like, pointing his finger. You know what I mean? Even if he's saying that nice stuff like, hey, there's a decent guy inside of there, which is probably not. It looks bad. It's just a bad look. It's a terrible look. I mean, he Kenny, you won. Like, leave his ass in the woods. <laughs> Just leave him. Forget You're about it. Not gonna him. change Lee, but maybe he thought he could change him a little bit. Make this a teaching moment. Kenny's the man. You never know what Kenny's up to. That's true. Kenny's the man. He's got a ten-year-old daughter. He's got plenty of teachable moments in his life. Yeah. He's just trying to be a nice guy. The other part of it too is he probably felt like he wanted to stand up for his side of the storyline, if yeah. you will. Like he wasn't just gonna leave it. Be like, ha Lee's done, I won. He wanted to, like, say his piece. I get it, but we agree. Bad luck, right? Terrible luck. Back at the house. For new listeners, that's what I do when we go back at the house, because it's usually like a two-sentence discussion, and I try to <laughs> jazz it up a little bit with some excitement. First uh, two-on-one, only two-on-one of the season, A.B., which means the bellhop comes and get the suitcase while the, while the fellas are looking on. Mm-hmm. So when the hotel person comes and picks up uh, Lee's bag full of moonshine and shotguns, <laughs> Will says, the the guys are speculating, of course, about like what this means for Kenny and all this stuff. And Will says, based on what we know, Kenny's in a good spot right now. Okay, well, Will, you don't know anything at all. <laughs> you weren't there. The guys' predictions this season have been so far off base. Yeah. Like, are you paying attention? Everything they say is like, no, that shit's not going to happen. Like, Kenny's basically dead in the water, fellas. Yeah. <laughs> you know that, right? And no one, like you said last episode, no one from a two-on-one who succeeds goes on to, like, win the season. When you get a ever. date card and you're on a two-on-one, you know you're fucked no matter what. You you really should just leave at that point. The best you can hope for is to salvage a Bachelor in Paradise appearance. Yeah. That's <laughs> it. Okay. You think we're done with Lee? Speaking of Bachelor in Paradise? Good question. Um, I think probably so. The blowback was bad enough yeah. that ABC had him on in the first place that I think, I mean, especially on the heels of this other Bachelor in Paradise controversy, I don't think you can be like, oh, remember the racist? He's coming back. Tune in. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, absolutely. And they kind of like made it their position was that they didn't know about it before they brought him on but if they brought him on to something additional obviously you know about his tweets yeah now we and now you're condoning it all right kenny though we didn't mention this rachel said you know she didn't give the rose to kenny when she sent lee home she said you still have to earn this um and she wanted to proceed with a two-on-one nighttime date pretty clear that abc didn't plan for a two-on-one nighttime date since it was no. basically them just fucking eating snacks in her hotel room. <laughs> they should, ABC thought they were both going home during yeah. the daytime. Trying to save some dough. <laughs> I thought it went pretty well, though, AB. I mean, all things considered, 
Kenny did make a decent case for kind of letting it all out with Lee, and she kind of understood, right? I mean, what do you got on this conversation uh, on mm-hmm. the couch? Kenny bared his soul, and it worked. Rachel bought into it. She said she loved his insincerity, which one thing about Kenny is he's sincere oh, as shit. What a guy. I was stunned. I thought this was his going home yeah. moment right here. So when she gave it, when she reached for that rose... I thought it was going to be a good episode for us. I did too. I what what struck me about this cobbled together nighttime date is that I don't think it lasted longer than twenty five minutes in real time. I agree. You know, they talked about love relationships and why he's there. Boomy gets a rose, and then it's like, all right, let's see you later. I mean, it almost seemed like she was getting ready for another date with a different guy, <laughs> not on the show, like Kenny. <laughs> come hang out a bit before my uber shows up <laughs> it just seemed very hurried and rushed you could tell that, that she i mean they're not that interested in hanging out i mean if this was brian and uh rachel in the hotel room together it would be they'd a be having sex suite. that's what i, I wrote that down <laughs> yeah it would absolutely be flat out a fantasy suite period brian or peter it would be hot, steaming they'd be steaming <laughs> up the hotel windows <laughs> and that's what was weird about when she said, I love the fact that you took time to build a friendship before you went in head, head first. Do you? Because Brian went in fucking tongue first and you you lost it. So I don't know if the friendship first really matters to you. Rachel lost me this episode. She's no longer. I was just say, <laughs> she completely. That's not my girl anymore. That's your girl. Your girl, uh, Rachel, yeah. lost me. I'm out. This was a t- this is going to be a tough one to defend. You're you're bailing too I'm, early. No, I'm I'm bailing too late. I okay, didn't see wow. the signs. There were wow. signs, Rim. It's kind of like Bill Belichick. Like you always want to let go of a player a year early than mm-hmm. rather than a year late. And I'm going to be the three years late holding on to this veteran. When we when she fell in love for Nick Vial, we should have known this shit was. Uh, the Rachel train wasn't all it, cra- it was cracked up to be. Just let me enjoy my show, AB, with the person that I like, all right? I like Rachel. She's a good bachelorette and fun to watch and pure of heart, okay? That's your girl. Don't don't fuck, don't talk me out of this here, AB. Don't crush my <laughs> dream. Speaking of uh, emotion, I don't know if we, were we speaking of emotion? I don't know. <laughs> speaking, of, speaking of love, AB, Kenny, he's gone. Um... Or no, excuse me. Well, spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. Pump the brakes. Kenny gets Sorry. a smooch on the lips. He gets a smooch, and that's all it was, was a smooch. Um, Sorry, Kenny, my notes are confusing because Kenny FaceTimed his daughter like seven times this episode. <laughs> so I'm hard to keep it all straight. Any fu- hey, fucking Kenny loves his daughter, AB. That shit Kenny- was <laughs> emotional. One thing that is true about this show, the only thing I'm certain of, the emotional, the only thing I'm certain of emotionally that is true about this show is that Kenny loves his daughter with all his heart and would do anything for her, including give up his chance at love. Yeah. Spoiler. But <laughs> uh, his daughter is like a relationship savant. She's she's on the phone oh, like, yeah. hey, if you really like her, you know, then you really like her. You got to go for it. You deserve it, daddy. And he's just like crying his eyes out like he's Kevin Durant talking to Draymond Green and he's yelling <laughs> in his ears. I mean, he's like, you're, you're right. You're right. I got to do this. Listen, we would all be lucky to have someone in our life like uh, McKenzie. McKenzie. <laughs> 
<laughs> Mackenzie King. We'd all be lucky. We need to find yep. ourselves a Mackenzie King to yep. pump us up in life. Uh, shout out to ABC for making us think that Kenny crying while FaceTiming his daughter had something to do with uh, race controversy with Lee. You the motherfuckers, I'm on to you. Yeah, yeah. And disappointed us for ever buying into it. How do we get duped? How do we get duped, the experts? Listen, we knew this was going to happen, but we we don't want it to happen. That's right. Perfectly so we, said. So, I mean, they, they didn't, they duped us, but we knew it was coming. Well said, AB. I mean, that's that's why we keep coming back to this, this show that drives you crazy sometimes. It's great, but it drives you crazy sometimes. No doubt about it. <laughs> uh, quick, back at the house. We got to get like a... I'm going to get the the Saved by the Bell, like, song that plays when they transition s- uh, scenes. Yes. Like, when they go from the max to the hallway. Yeah. <laughs> That'd be really good. All right. <laughs> Back at the house. <laughs> Josiah and Matt, two totally irrelevant contestants, are talking about how they're both contenders. Do you have any jokes on this, or should we move on? <laughs> <laughs> this is the first time I've seen Matt on camera talking, so. He had some on-camera time. This episode, I suppose. Not much, but... Yeah. Rose Ceremony. Josiah, why I don't. Why is he so confident, A.B.? The last time they spoke, she was like, Hey, Josiah, like, enough with the bullshit. I'm over here, man. Like, ask me about me. Get to <laughs> and then know you me. Didn't get the, you didn't get a cocktail hour after that. Exactly. Why, do, why is he... I mean, he's supremely confident. Makes no sense. While the other guys are getting roses during this rose ceremony, Josiah's talking in the third person about how great he is. <laughs> Roses. Dean, Eric, Peter, Alex, Adam, huh? Matt. What? What? Sent home. Josiah. Fine. Understandable. Team Black loses a, a, a you know a core a cornerstone, but that's the way it goes. <laughs> Anthony sent home. Big ant. How do you explain this? I can't. This is the this is this is the most unexplainable rose ceremony uh, blunder I've ever seen. What are <laughs> this you was doing? A blunder. Number one, he's a guy you can just keep. Obviously, you're keeping Adam and Matt there for no reason. You have no connection with no. them. All the shit about you getting rid of everyone that you your relationship you can't see moving yeah. forward with. That's bullshit. Because you kept Adam and Matt, and you guys haven't talked. So why not just keep Big Ant around for house morale, one. <laughs> Number two, to keep your black count up. To keep, keep your black bl- count up. Got to keep your black count up. Uh, she she knows that, too. That's got to be, that. be in the back of her head. See, the problem was she didn't anticipate what else was going to happen bef- after this rose ceremony. Will so, and Kenny, right. Okay. Yeah, with Will and Kenny. So she didn't anticipate that. But it's it's turning out that getting rid of Big Ant was one of the worst things she's ever done. Obviously, she's not going to marry Josiah. And obviously, she's probably not going to marry Anthony. Yeah, but we said that all keep, along. To keep Adam and Matt. I like Matt, and I said he's a sleeper. But to keep Adam and Matt and even Alex yeah. over Big Ant That's is a, a fucking crime. That's a joke. <laughs> <laughs> an I absolute mean, joke she's been Rachel has been true to her word at every moment up until this point 
sending the people home. She's she sent home, uh, you know, some joke characters early. She sent home Blake and Waboom on the same night. She wasn't here for the bullshit. She had to keep Lee around, producer pick, as we know. But for the most part, she's been she's been true. And and to keep the guys who have not been on screen at all and send home a guy you had a successful one-on-one date with is stunning. There's obviously stuff we don't see, but stunning turn of events at this rose ceremony. I can't, I couldn't comprehend it. This was not in the realm of possibility when I went into this episode thinking about what would happen at the, at the rose ceremonies. Big Ant. No. no, he's got no. He's got three more episodes minimum. That's what I thought. He was a. That's a. He was a borderline hometown guy. guy. Yeah, the odds on if you were to give odds for the t- combination of guys getting sent home after this rose ceremony, you would get ten thousand to one on yeah. Matt or Big Ant and Josiah. Ten thousand to one. Could have made a lot of money. <laughs> what the fuck is this girl doing? It's a good thing we're not bachelor bookies, though. I tell you what. Um. Okay. Uh, AB, how do you say where my hug at in Danish? You know? <laughs> <laughs> do you happen to know how to say that? I do not. I do not. I don't know if Danish is a language, but it's irrelevant. Eric gets the one-on-one. They're in Denmark, Norway. Uh, what do you got on Eric's kind of first real validation, considering he's in his own head all the time? Rim, a lot of people hating on Eric. The guy comes with energy. The guy came. It was popping. It was it was entertainment. As soon as he showed up, dancing and fucking ooh, energy. It was energy. It was popping. Yeah, he's just saying like random. He's like swag, swag, swag. Hey, <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> looking fly, looking fly, Rachel. I see you, Rachel. I see you, swag. I see you, girl. All right. Then they do a little dance for a while. It shit's popping. Yeah. Shit's fun with Eric. Flat out. I was out on him before this date, and now I'm I'm in. I still think he's a dork. If you just say swag, 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 yeah. <laughs> you and I are not going to be friends. It's 2017. But you're you're 100 right. He's bringing energy, change of pace type mm-hmm. of stuff. Always smiling. I think he's again. I think he's a dork and he's not going to win. But this was a, a. I was pleasantly surprised. Yeah, I'll say. And I think so was Rachel. She was eating him up with this energy. She has fun with the guy. He's a fun guy. He's a fun guy. Yeah. He's the opposite of Will and Big Ant. If we're if we're going that route, I suppose, in that those two are calculated and, you know, stone faced. Safe. Yeah. yeah. Safe guys. Eric, that's a wild card. That guy you never know what he's coming with. You know it's gonna um, be a blast though. I do know what he's coming with. He's coming with hugs and don't catch phrases <laughs> that are four years out of style. This Eric is good for this situation, a one on one date on a TV show, but if you're talking marriage A B you're talking Big Ant. You're talking Will. Okay, <laughs> in my opinion, ahead of Eric. Anyway, I mean, can you imagine the day to day with Eric? Is what's up, girl? Can I get a hug? Like, where you? You know what I mean? Like, you looking good today? Like, all right, Eric, shut the fuck up. We're married. All right, <laughs> chill with the with the games. Big Ant is one of the most surprising people that is single that I've ever come across in my life. Like, how is <laughs> big this? Ant? Yeah, big ant. Like, I just thought about this and I go through all the bachelor bachelorettes. Uh, I can't picture why this guy isn't wifed up. I think my silence speaks volumes there. I don't know either, <laughs> AB. The nighttime of Eric's energy date in Denmark, they're at some amusement park. It's apparently called Tiddly. Did I hear that correctly, AB? Tiddly? Yes, like- and they said it was the biggest amusement park in the world is that what they said 
But I, like sure, I sure as shit didn't hear that. No Pretty way. Sure. Biggest? I think they said something like they said something about it being either the biggest or best or mo- I don't know something. It wasn't biggest. A B. If you're talking big and you're talking amusement parks, you're talking America. The <laughs> biggest amusement park in the world is not in Norway. Might have been That's the biggest fair. amusement park in Norway, which is like six city blocks. Not impressed. But <laughs> come on over to that place in Ohio, whatever Cypress Point, whatever it's called. Cedar Point? Cedar Point, whatever. (laughs) Got a whole fucking island just to park. All right, AB. Dinner time with Eric and Rachel. What's up, girl? Let me get your chair. Sit on down. Looking fly tonight, girl. He didn't say any of that stuff, but you know he was thinking it. (laughs) Licking his lips. (laughs) He's. I didn't want to say it. I feel like that would be inappropriate for me to say, but he does lick his lips a lot. He's always like, mm, like he's in a fucking R and B video. Right? Yep. You want me to say he looks like he looks like fucking young Brian McKnight. One. <laughs> anyway, they're eating dinner. Well, they're not eating dinner. They're sitting around a table with food and not eating. Um, maybe Eric opens up a little bit. He got into some stuff. Nobody ever loved him apparently. Which we went from one hundred to zero real quick in terms of <laughs> excitement. Okay, explains explains a lot about him. He's always questioning things. He's. Um, you know, he's never quite sure about himself. And it makes sense now. Listen, this was Eric's most authentic moment and also his best. Agreed. The guy's got the juice. He's got what the kids call the juice, Rip. The kids don't say that. And he doesn't. <laughs> and he doesn't. So <laughs> he had a good date. Let's pump the brakes on this he's guy. He's got the juice. He does not have the juice. These two are not going to get married. He's going to be fucking cracking lines during their their wedding ceremony. So oh, is, they all well, Eric and Rachel have written their own vows and Eric's going to go, he's going to take this paper out of his thing. He's going to go, girl, <laughs> he's just going to recite some boys to men song and think, <laughs> try to get away with that. Well, um, as you know, he's our last flag bearer in this competition. So is that true? He's carrying, he's carrying all we got. Yes. Yeah, I got, I guess there's one true. black guy left for him. Yikes. Y'all are screwed. <laughs> the white, I mean, White's got this wrapped up. I'll tell you, <laughs> I'll tell you what. We're, we're getting close to the end, and it doesn't look much different than every other Bachelor Bachelorette I've ever seen. For all the, you know... <laughs> for all the fucking hullabaloo. Yeah, all the hullabaloo. Here we are again. All the, all the stuff about diversity in Bachelor Bachelorette. We're looking pretty pretty similar to what I'm used to. <laughs> we, I mean, we could theoretically, if, if Eric goes home next, which I don't think he will, because we still have fucking Matt and Adam. They can't if Eric goes home next, home next, they, they dude, have to have one black person at the home. They have to. Have to. Have they to. have to. But. I'm sorry. They have to. Eric apparently doesn't have a family. It sounds like he doesn't have a mother. <laughs> so, I mean, who's he going to. What if Eric doesn't make it to hometowns, AB? We got ourselves. That's the real crisis. That's the real racial crisis here. <laughs> I cannot believe where we are at. I know. I just keep going back to that. If you would have told me even 24 hours ago. ago. Yeah, 24 hours ago what is happening here? I it's a it's implausible. I can't we'll get to it at the end of the episode when we'll tally up we'll do the death tally. This is like the fucking red wedding on Game of Thrones. The black that, wedding, Rim. The black <laughs> Uh, hey, good job by Eric. I do want to roast him quick, though. Hey, let me hear it. If you recall, Eric, since night one, talked a big style game. 
He was going. Oh no, actually, that was another guy. Diggy, that's Diggy. No, it wasn't even Diggy. It was that skinny dude, that skinny, weird-looking dude with the shitty suit. Oh yeah, I don't even remember his name. Oh, Isaiah or something. <laughs> the tall dude. Got yeah, the tall the dude. Night. Yeah. Okay. Well, shout out to Rim for getting two black guys confused. Um, <laughs> well, then this whole roast session is irrelevant. So I maybe doesn't I won't claim do to that. have good style. He doesn't. Did he? Did he do something? Well, I was gonna say. Well, you know, shit, man. The whole the whole premise of this joke is gone now. I thought <laughs> I thought Eric was the style guy. It's not true. Nope. Well, he did just wear a plain white shirt, a little too tight in the arms, and he's gotten buttoned. God damn, I feel bad even completing this joke. He's got Sounds a fun. don't don't shake your. Head. <laughs> he's got a white shirt buttoned all the way up, so it looks like he could be a server at this restaurant. <laughs> and then I was gonna go, well, maybe not this restaurant, since you know, yeah. it's in Denmark. <laughs> You get what I'm saying? And then yeah, we're going to have a good time. But it doesn't matter because he's not a style guy. Fuck. God damn it, Rim. Anyway. All right. Well, let's just get out of Let's just get out of that hole. Let's escape that. Let's get out of Group date nighttime. Dean, Kenny, Brian, Alex, Matt, Peter, Adam. The boys row to some remote coastline for some Viking shit. Instructed by Tom and Morton, legendary Norwegian Viking instructors. Legends of the game. Or are they, A.B.? These fucking guys, <laughs> I think they made absolutely everything up about everything. <laughs> I think they pulled a fast one on ABC. This wasn't a situation where ABC was like playing like, do, 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 like jokey music <laughs> like these guys don't know what they're doing. I think these guys have made everything up. It looks like they're, they thrift store costumes and the games they played could not possibly have been real Viking games no. from 10,000 years ago or whatever. <laughs> Are you with me or do you disagree there? I mean, those guys were not real. I agree. I agree. There, there's just two drunk guys that showed up and told <laughs> yeah. them different random games to play. They saw an ad on Craigslist. that was like, we need some Viking uh, experts <laughs> for a game show and it pays five grand. They, they were like, got swindled. They got swindled. Let's do a recap of the games they played. One, you hold a greasy stick, and if you get it, you get married. <laughs> so that's made up. Uh, sumo wrestling with butts only, where you're just bashing <laughs> butts into each other? That's not a game. Then there was basically the Oklahoma drill, where you just run past a line of guys. Uh, oh, here's my favorite. Uh, hopping around on one foot and just like bashing into each other. <laughs> Knock each other out of the circle, yeah. They're all some form of sumo wrestling. Here's one where they're rolling around yanking a cloth out of each other's hands. And those were the games. Well, don't forget about when they had shields and they just bashed into each other. Well, that was the Kenny and Adam championship. AB, what did they think was going to happen if you give two guys each two weapons and they're just in the point of the game is to, like hurt the other guy with the weapon i mean obviously I someone's gonna bleed i don't get what the point like were they supposed to hit each other with those those swords i mean yeah what i mean they're not gonna like so, what, what, i don't shove understand. each other out <laughs> i why is that an okay i mean you say you can't hit if you hit somebody on the show you're going home but here's two here's two fucking wooden swords and shields and have at it boys bash into each other Kenny, of course, wins. Kenny kind of killed it in the Viking 
date. He cut some good. Kenny's always cutting promos, and they were Kenny good. cuts good promos. And also this season, every single group date he's been on has been like tailor made for Kenny. It's like made for guys <laughs> with a wrestling background that are really thick. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know how this happened, but he was he was on three dates that he should have dominated. They definitely. I think that might have. I don't think. I know that has something to do with who they decide goes on group dates. Because no one is like a total fish out of water on a group date. It's not that frequent. Yeah. I.e. Lee did not play handball with the six five guys. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yep. Mostly because he doesn't have athletic shoes. I feel like he did play basketball though, and he was terrible. Dean was out there getting ragdolled the entire episode. Yeah, that was tough to see. <laughs> Dean might just have popcorn muscles. Ab. I don't think his core is where it needs to be. To well, he's compete. small. He's small too. Sad. Group date nighttime. AB, this fucking we've we've made it half hour into this episode without talking about Brian the slime bucket. Can I'm you run uh, out of funny things to say? Can you throw that theme song from that show we talked about yesterday and right in here? Yeah, absolutely, I will. <laughs> uh, Brian the player. We'll just call him the player from here on out. Yeah, It'll, which would suck if you won. Rachel picks the player. Uh, Brian pulls her aside and he goes, first things first. <laughs> Listen. It's a joke. Rachel, it's a joke. Then get your girl. Stop saying that, A.B. It's pissing me <laughs> off. <laughs> it makes me mad that you bailed, and it makes me mad that you're pinning this on me, pinning her actions on me, because I will defend them. Wipe my hands clean of the girl. They, hey, they do have some kind of, I guess, I don't know. No, they didn't. Below, Let me stop listen, you right there. No, they didn't. Listen, they did. <laughs> she, it, listen, they did. She asked if Brian's family were will accept her the first time we've heard that question out of her mouth, right? Yeah. You got to admit that. You got to give me that. Yeah. That's fine. It was a quick little moment, but I think it was a major sign that she's basically, like, he's got the, he's got the, the, the easy pass to hometowns. Oh, right? yeah. And there's no way he goes home before fantasy suites. I mean, they're not going to be that physical all season. And then, no. eh, I don't want to hang out with you <laughs> alone. This is the deepest that I think Brian actually got when he said to her, do you realize how it's going to be? I can envision it, and it's absolutely magical. Okay. What does that mean? What do you mean? What do you envisioning? I need one specific. Can you say one specific thing? <laughs> Can you say one thing of substance this season, please? How many kids are you going to have? Even Eric knows how many kids they want to have already. <laughs> All right, let's let's be done with Brian for a minute. Back at the house. Will, poor Will, he has no clue what's about to happen to him. <laughs> no idea what's coming. And honestly, doesn't put the first nail in his coffin, but he gets like the bag of nails out and he gets the hammer out. He's getting ready. When he reveals to Eric, unprompted, that he usually only dates white women. What'd you think of this little discussion, A.B.? It was honest. He was being honest. Well, it did come back to bite him. There's no denying that. Oh, it certainly came back to bite him. Group date nighttime. Listen. There are some different... Usually we break down literally everything that happens on the screen. But this is night two of a two-night event. Barely slept last night. Tired of fucking talking to you, and I'm tired of talking about The Bachelorette. <laughs> so we're going to skip some things, and we're going to go straight 
to Kenny and Rachel, if okay. you don't mind. That's fine. Let me just point out that Peter is going to win the season before we okay. get past that. Peter is the winner. <laughs> but yeah, uh, you're, prob- you're probably right. They didn't get into the hot tub, so I don't. I didn't care about their interaction. Like, you I almost I mean? want to go on reality, Steve, see if Peter's actually the winner, and don't do it. Don't do it. What? Can going. someone tell me why people do that? Okay, two things. Number one, why? Why? I'm not asking you, but the listeners. Why do people seek out spoilers? spoilers. It ruins the show. I don't get it, but people do it. Tons of people, and Lots I know of people, people that do it. do it. And then they watch the show. It's like, what the fuck? You know, everything yeah. that's going to happen. All the good, the good parts about the Bachelor and Bachelorette is unbelievable. Shit happens that you can't. Yeah even fathom happening but if you know who's gonna win like all the cliffhangers are gone and think about all the relationships that form and go through i mean for as much as they can on a tv show that start begin go through some trials and tribulations and end for whatever reason you're watching that and none of that means anything to you because you know they don't that someone else is gonna win yeah. so what's the point related to that if anyone please follow the twitter rosecast es if you send me a fucking spoiler, you'll be blocked so quick it'll make your head spin. You understand me? <laughs> your head will spin. So don't, don't, don't do it. Send me everything but spoilers. That's one of the worst things you can do to someone is send them a spoiler. And I almost feel like I'm, I'm teasing, you, you know, teasing the beast right, right now. <laughs> I'm asking for it right now. I don't. I'm not kidding. Don't do it. Don't you do it? I swear to God, this word nothing would make me angrier. <laughs> Okay, Kenny and Rachel are talking. AB, Kenny's eyes fucked up. I don't know if you noticed that. His eyes worse than I think we all thought. They took a big blow head to head. Their their heads smashed into each, into each other. <laughs> they stopped boxing matches for that reason yeah. frequently. But they're talking a little bit about Kenny. She gives him the innocuous, you know, how you doing, Kenny? She knows he's not doing good, by the way. Well, because old, old rat bastard Matt was like, hey, check on Kenny. He doesn't want to be here anymore. <laughs> uh, but he gets into a little bit how he feels like they're not as close as they need to be. Mm-hmm. Kenny is justifiably concerned about potentially introducing Rachel to his daughter when, you know, it's more likely than not that Rachel won't end up in her life. He's just not feeling it, you know? He's not feeling he's not feeling the love that would need to be there this close to hometowns. He knows he's behind in the race. And he's sad as shit. Like we said, he guy loves his daughter and he, yeah. he's breaking down anytime he sees her. I think Kenny would have to feel like he's in a top two position to proceed with hometowns. You know what I mean? Yeah. I don't think Kenny would go into hometowns feeling like he had a 20 or 15% chance to win. Mm-hmm. I think he would need a better than 50% shot in his mind introducing, to proceed with that. Introducing uh, someone to your kid is is a huge deal. So that makes It goes sense. back to why people with children go on these shows. Yeah, like it's that. it's stunning to me. I'm glad he did. Love Kenny. Yeah. But it's, it's a little better because his daughter's older too, though. Yeah, and she can kind of understand more yeah. what's going on, more so than like a four-year-old. Yeah. Kenny says, I would have to now, know for sure. Let me roast on a different parent, that, Am- that Amanda girl. Amanda. Yeah. yeah. Isn't she so still on all these shows? Roast, <laughs> we're going to talk about the opposite of Kenny. It's Amanda, who has like some younger kids, a couple of them, and she's been on The Bachelor. 
She's also been on Bachelor in Paradise, and now she's going back to Bachelor in Paradise again, and she's trying to tell me about how much she cares about her kids. Nah, I'm not buying that room. You know, that was the first season we covered together. Yeah. And at the time, we we ripped her a little bit. Mm-hmm. I gave her a stern talking yeah, to. You yeah. did. You did. I'm not, I'm not a parent, so I didn't, but I did roast her. And it <laughs> felt a little like... A little sexist, a little like we were out of our place. Folks, we're fucking right. Okay? Dead right. She's, she's been like away from home for like the better part of two years <laughs> on these stupid shows. <laughs> I mean, if you're a parent, just don't go on these shows. All right. That's my advice. Except Kenny, because yeah. you're the man. Kenny says, I would have to know for sure. Unfortunately, that's not how this works, Ken. Nope. And I think he knew when he was saying that, that, you know, this, it was over. Before they even started talking, I started to realize that he's probably going to send himself home. And, you know, it was kind of best case scenario for both of them, don't you think? I mean, he's not being dragged along any longer than mm-hmm. he needs to be. And Rachel can send him home without feeling bad, basically. Yep. They're still on good terms. It was it was the easiest, you know, breakup that I've seen this late into the show. It was sure. very easy. It was mutual which I don't know that I've ever seen one like that. It was a mutual breakup. Yeah. Two adults. Yeah. Two adults hashing it out. Hey, uh, Rim, why did Rachel kiss him on the lips, though? <laughs> Your girl? I was watching, and I go, Kenny, don't kiss her. I don't think... I think he kissed her. You think he kissed her on the lips? I think he kissed her, and I... It's kind of understandable. It was, it was weird, though. After she said, you should go home, and here's why, he said, like, wow, I kind of fell in love with Rachel when she because of her response to that. And then, I don't know, it felt like Kenny almost, he was, I don't think he thought this, but he was acting like, okay, Rachel's just going to keep going through with this and finish it out, but in the end, we'll end up together. It's like, (laughs) no, Kenny, (laughs) this shit's over. I feel like they shouldn't have kissed. That's just me. (laughs) Yeah, that's very weird. I was kind of bummed. You know, this was the right conclusion to this relationship but don't lie and act like you weren't bummed that you can't see mckenzie during hometowns that would be must see tv i said this was the worst episode i've ever experienced emotionally for me well like we said it was one right after another yeah and this was our guy from day it was one. all my guys it was big ant big ant came around on me i loved big ant mm-hmm. uh and then kenny and then will my i don't know if you remember a couple episodes i said he was gonna win because he was my favorite it was a tough episode. It wasn't a fun episode to watch. I didn't have fun watching this episode. I had to watch it twice, though. You know what? <laughs> I know. Hey, no questions asked. Head down. No days off. Do your job. <laughs> uh, speaking of Will, let's... God, man. This this was... It's, speaking of tough, Will's one-on-one. They're walking around Sweden. Bunch of scruffy fucking white guys with beards and, and glasses... <laughs> Playing, singing songs and playing made up yard games. Looked like a damn Occupy Wall Street protest, they be. <laughs> Took me a minute, but I got there. I got there. AB, what's good about Will? What do we like about Will? He seems down to earth. Seems like a nice guy. He's a once in a lifetime athlete. Yeah. He uh, He's very good looking. Stunning. Uh, he's got a good job. I don't know what he does, but sure. I don't either, but. He's I know funny. he's got a good job. <laughs> yeah, of course he does. Um, that's about it. Agree, agree, agree. But is he boring? 
I didn't think so until this episode, but after this one-on-one, yeah. I don't think he's... This one-on-one was very boring. The scene when they're standing on the balcony deal, and they're just standing there, like, not even touching or talking. talking. He's just standing there blowing it. At this point, we have to start comparing these situations to what Brian and Peter would do, and they'd have to blur out what Brian and Peter would do. (laughs) But Will, just standing there. I mean, I don't think he's a boring guy. I just think they haven't laid enough of a foundation to carry a connection and a conversation for a full day. And it it was kind of weird. I mean, he wasn't acting like, he didn't act like this when he's alone with her on group dates. So it wasn't weird to see, but. Yeah, I think think he just had an off day too. Sometimes you have an off day, Rim. And he did at the biggest moment of his life. He choked. (laughs) Hey, devil's advocate, maybe some people don't like showing a lot of physical intimacy during the daytime in a foreign country with a bunch of cameras around when you know that person's dating a bunch of other people too. I mean, that's how you lose the bachelorette, but I can understand where he's coming from at least. I completely agree. I I didn't buy into her being so upset that he wasn't showing any, you know, physical affection to her or anything because it is still your first date in all reality. And not everyone is going to be so outwardly passionate as Brian. So, if, if, I mean, if that's what you're looking for, go ahead, but... You got plenty of options. Yeah. Just wash your hands. All right, well, the nighttime... <laughs> that took you a second to get there. The nighttime, uh, they're in some old brewery thing, and this is when I knew it was over for Will. He goes, this must be, uh, this must be all the beer. Interesting. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no shit. Every single time they cut to something that him or her were saying, it was small talk. Like, just getting through the date talk. Rachel asks him what type of girl he likes. Which means somehow she found, like, someone told her that he was talking. Yeah, she's never asked anyone else that. No, because it's irrelevant, right? I mean, she basically was like, what's your racial, what's the racial makeup of your (laughs) dating background? It's almost what she asked. Yep. And he failed miserably. <laughs> well, I mean, on paper, it shouldn't matter, but obviously it's different. But why is it a bigger deal that Will hasn't dated many black girls than, you know, the other guys on the show? I, I think how she took it was that maybe Will isn't into black girls, because generally when you think of, a, you know, it's more likely that a black person would date another black person i guess not yeah not today but as still, much yes. but yeah. mindset wise you think of white people dating white people and black people dating black people so when he says he hasn't dated black people any black pe- girls it could make her think that he doesn't like black girls yeah well he didn't say that to be fair but no, he, he said he said mostly white girls and which we can go ahead and assume no, that means no. Yeah, zero. Black. I mean, let's, <laughs> let's be frank here, folks. He hasn't dated any black girls. <laughs> I think the problem with Will, in terms of how boring he is, is that he's his strength in conversation, the way I see it, is that he's reactive. He's good at reacting to what other people say and do, and he can make jokes or comments, funny comments or you know, insightful comments in reaction to something that someone else says or does. 
but he cannot carry, he cannot drive a conversation on his own. So that inevitably, if she is going to sit there and like wait for him to make the first move, mm-hmm. he's not going to do it. Yeah, whether you're it's just physically or a conversation. Yeah, you're just going to be sitting there at the top of a fucking castle in Norway going like, well, it's kind of cold up here. Should we get down? <laughs> <laughs> the final nail in Will's coffin, of course, is when he says that he's passionate and caring and physical as a boyfriend. Why didn't she do any of that then? Why didn't you show Rachel that? <laughs> could, have, could have fooled us. That was Will after spending a day with Rachel without touching her. Anyway, so that's the justification Rachel uses to send him home. And, and you know, can't can't really blame her for that. Will, Will, would you say he choked? It was a really bad day, yep, life? and he did choke. He choked bad. Do you think he's a candidate for Bachelor in Paradise, or is he too nice? Uh, definitely, yeah. Okay, I think he's going to clean up. <laughs> <laughs> So, goodbye, Will. So, another, hey, another black guy gone, A.B. Kenny, Will, Anthony, Josiah. Fell swoop. One might say... <laughs> That's right. Horribly offensive. Horribly <laughs> offensive. I'm going to have to debate whether that stays in That's or not. That's got to stay. I'll probably just bleep it. Actually, I'll probably just bleep it because your laugh was too good to delete. So, I'll probably just bleep no, it. Leave One might it. say... Boop. Not that offensive. It's true. <laughs> it's true. She got rid of all the black people. What do you want us yeah. to not yeah. call it what it is here, Rim? There's one black guy left, and he's the corny one. <laughs> the motherfucker is corny. He's Eric the is corny, corny one. Yeah. Eric is corny. Um, all right. Rose ceremony. Chris Harrison. Remember Chris Harrison? There's a white guy. Flew all the way to Sweden. <laughs> <laughs> Flew all the way to Sweden to have a fucking one-minute conversation, maybe 30 seconds, with Rachel. Goddamn if he doesn't have the best job in the whole world. I had a Vanna White. Even. Whoa, Rachel, you look uh, serious here tonight. Oh, kind of a Good big luck. situation, huh? And then he cut scene. That's scene. And then <laughs> next time you see him, fellas, one more rose. <laughs> Rachel? I don't even know what he says. He goes, Rachel? <laughs> one more rose left? <laughs> uh, hey, shout out to ABC, though. Rectifying our biggest complaint. Not racial, racially motivated storylines, but the fact that there's no goddamn rose ceremonies at the end of episodes anymore. We're back on track. How long do you think that'll last? I think it's going to be, I think, I think we're going to get more normal now. This is going to be a normal, you know, white contestants, uh, (laughs) (laughs) rose ceremony at the end. It's going to be a normal bachelor, bachelor, bachelorette type uh, season from here on out. We're going to be, it's all about love from here on out, Rim. That's true. About finding love. White do you love. like okay enough with the do, do you like the do you like the beginning episodes or the later episodes beginning more? me too i think there's always a lull after the big drama in the house is gone so when olivia's gone it's like oh man there's a couple episodes where you're like this kind of stinks but then yeah. it picks up again when it gets close to like the because uh, they really sell you on her possibly falling in love with a couple different people. So that sucks you back in. And then fantasy suites are gray. That's just raunchy TV. Yep. It, it turns good again. But there's okay. that always that lull after Chad gets eliminated where <clears throat> it's a couple episodes where it's a little boring. I needed that pep talk because after this episode, I thought to myself, like, what am I doing with my life? Yeah, Why I do just, I like this show? I just talked myself back into the season. Good I was shit. I was out. Five just because ago. I was, I can't, I, I can't believe it. Well, hey, I mean, you think I'm out? Imagine being AB, folks. I mean, <laughs> his team is getting his team was decimated. <laughs> All right, Rachel starts out the rose ceremony by crying a little bit. Um, classic, 
classic bachelor move here. She walks out, okay, for no reason. <laughs> Absolutely no reason. None. Maybe the shortest walk out of all time. Like a TV, it was 15 seconds on the screen. I think Stay Woke, they made her do that just so they could get a shot of her, like, distressed in the dark, like, behind the scenes yeah. situation so they could use that for promos. Like, that's the only reason why she would do that. She said, A.B., 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 fucking Rachel, I can't defend this. I can't defend this. She said it's the hardest goodbye yet. What? What is she talking about? <laughs> there are half of the guys are, have no connection to her. What are you, you talking about? Three guys who you have no connection to at this point. None. Flip a fucking coin and send one of these jokesters home. You haven't had a one-on-one with any of them, Rachel. You have no connection. How is this hard? It it should be the easiest. This is the cut most it clear cut. You could have cut it yeah. down to four easy. Easy. Sending Alex home, spoiler alert, whom she barely knows, is harder than Kenny and Will and even Josiah and Anthony? They That's can't. harder? Out of your fucking mind. Rachel. <laughs> Rim with the Kenny, the Kenny King temper coming through. All right. <laughs> Roses. Eric already has a rose from his successful one-on-one. Brian. Okay, Brian, Dean, and Peter know they're getting roses. Yeah. Oh, yeah. They know that. That's a fact. There's no way. No, they were not afraid of going home. No. Brian, Dean, and Peter. Then Matt and Adam. The dull guy is still here. What about Matt, the workhorse? Matt's a nice guy. I've. They haven't talked. They haven't talked, yeah. And he doesn't I even, don't know. He's not that good looking. So what? It, what's going on Oh, no, here? he's ugly. I'd say he's ugly. What's going on? <laughs> I mean, I didn't blink when she kept Matt and Adam last time. Like last, I did. Not, not, the first, not the first rose ceremony this episode, but the last rose ceremony. But now that, I mean, when she sent home Kenny and Will... Everyone, including the viewers, could articulate specific reasons why they weren't at the point they needed to be to continue, right? Like, Kenny, like, Will, it turns out he couldn't get there with the intimacy. Mm -hmm. Kenny couldn't get there because he didn't want to do the daughter thing. Why is Adam, at what point is Adam at? What point is Matt at? There's no way they were nearly as far along in the relationship as those guys, right? No chance. They've, and, and maybe the producers have cut most of their stuff. I don't know, but there's no indication that these two have any connection at all and have even talked to her. So when you're coming with this bullshit about, I'm going to cut everyone who I can't see a relationship with and then leave Matt and Adam, mm-mm, I'm not buying so, like, it. You almost wonder, I mean, hometowns are set now, right? Because yeah. we have six guys left. And including Matt and Adam. And unless they do some big time character building next episode, they're gone. Neither of them are getting a hometown. Is it only one episode before hometowns, you think? At, the, at this rate, there might only be one episode the rest of the season. <laughs> I heard next week is not new. They're just replaying night two of this event next Monday. Excuse me? That's, that's what I saw. Yeah. Uh, I, need, I might need to verify that, but that's what I read. A.B. frantically. Okay. My eyes <laughs> just got so big. I mean, to be honest, I could use a week off from this. 
why did they why didn't they just do it on two different nights then what was the point i think to like quell people's anger from the finals when they had to skip a week yeah they were like oh skipping a week anyways ab you want me to explain to you do you want me to just you know come up with reasons why abc does what they do i can't tell you (laughs) okay you want to talk a little bit about uh next time on the bachelorette i got some thoughts here would love to they make it look very dramatic they make it look like Peter basically cheated on her. They make it look like Dean is mad at her somehow. Brian said she might not ever believe in love again. <laughs> AB, I don't buy any of it. And why should I buy into any of that? They just got done tricking us with this racist bullshit. And now yep. they're going to try to suck us in again? No, you're going to have to give me a couple episodes off <laughs> before I buy into something you're trying to sell again. I would just one time like an episode to exceed the expectations put forth by the promo. Just one time. That, to me, would you'd have me hooked. You would buy six months of me believing your promos if you did that one time. But it never happens, so I'm never going to believe. We never have any reason to believe what they're promoting. Okay, let's, uh, let's assess the carnage here and then power rank our final six, basically final four. Here's who went home this episode, okay? Lee, Anthony, Josiah, Kenny, Will, and Alex. Six of the 12 contestants who entered this episode were sent home. Unbelievable amount of carnage. Unreal. Remaining, we have Brian, Dean, Peter... Eric, Matt, and Adam. AB, do you mind giving me your... I need you to rank all six of those. Matt, six. Adam, five. Dean, four. Eric, three. Brian, two. Peter, one. Okay, AB, those are the official Rose cast rankings because I agree 100%. Now, Eric being three is not because I think she'll have the best connection with him. I think they need to keep him on. For a fantasy suite? At least through, you know, the four um, people. And giving him a Rose on the hometown would be pretty big, too. I just... You're right, but we're talking about keeping around a token black guy. For intercourse. <laughs> hey, that's where we're at. That's what happens when you let go, let go of guys like Big Ant and uh, Will for no reason. Man, desperate times in Bachelor Nation. Okay, well, those are our, those are our official rankings then. Um, and we will probably, the way things have been going, we'll look like idiots by the end of ne- next episode. AB, you got anything else before we say goodbye for the week? The long double episode week. Next Monday is not a new episode, Rim. Oh, oh. It is a replay. It is July 3rd, so it kind of makes sense a little bit. Okay, you're right. So it's a holiday. Yeah. Um, so that makes sense. But it'll be nice for Rim and AB to get a, get a week off. That's what I was just going to say. I kind of faked like I was mad. Like, <laughs> I'm okay. <laughs> we need I'm to okay let with this, this one breathe. We need to let this episode breathe. I'm still steaming mad right now. And another episode, another week off would actually help. 
We need that time off. Remini B, get a massage. Yeah. Like, don't take this so serious. Just it's cigarette okay. smoking. <laughs> okay. Well, unless something drastic off screen happens, we will take next week off then. Let's plan to do that. Um, There'll be something. But in the meantime, probably not. Don't make any promises. It always <laughs> comes back to get us. Uh, in the meantime, hey, thank you for listening to the Rosecast. We greatly appreciate it. Uh, if you don't already, please follow the Twitter account at RoseCastES. Subscribe on Apple Podcasts. Search RoseCasts. Uh, if you have some time, and everyone does, please leave a five-star review and some kind words. We love the kind words, AB. I got to tell you. Hey, Rim, it warms if, my heart. If they want to get some more Rim and AB on their week off, they can always check out our RimCast as well. Just yep, a heads yep. up. Regular Rimcast, almost little, little to no Bachelor talk, but we, I'd say the chemistry is still there, wouldn't you? Chemistry agree? is off the charts. It's, I mean, it's been building for twenty years. So it's what started it all? Yeah, that's not going to fade overnight, folks. Um, in any event, uh, again, thanks for listening. We appreciate it. Have a good week and enjoy your week off. Mm-hmm.